Waddle. Tom Waddle. Former wide receiver for the Chicago Bears. The guy's amazing. 1989 All-Madden team and afternoon co-host on ESPN Chicago. I think he's going to start at least eight games in the National Football League next year for a team that's going to give him a chance. It's Waddle Wednesday with Tom Waddle. Listen, I got a pedicure in an hour. When I get back here, the wheels better be spinning, all right? On Kevin G. Wood, ESPN Chicago. It's a Waddle Wednesday on the Cap and J Hood Morning Show on ESPN 1000 and streaming on the ESPN Chicago app. And Tommy is on the hotline. That'd be the Car X Tire and Auto Hotline. Rattle, rattle, thunder, clatter, boom, boom, boom. Don't worry, call the Car X Good morning to you, Tommy. How are you? I'm a little apprehensive about joining you guys after what went down before the break. Oh, it's just part of the show. That's all right. Yeah, it's right. fine. Hey, We're Cap, good. where's my... A, a, any word on where Master Boney will be hitting in the lineup this oh! year? Yeah, hey. right behind Madrigal. Okay. Excellent. Tommy, good morning. In good front to of Topman. To never, never mind. Let's talk to Tommy. Let's put the Cubs aside. Okay. Let's talk a little bit about Justin Fields. Let's let that Tommy into our conversation we've had this morning about Justin. So no, are you serious? You guys are talking about Justin Fields. I know it's not a topic, except my they goodness. they do it. They they well, yes, we don't we don't know what you guys do on that telethon between <laughs> two thirty and six thirty, but we're talking wait, Justin this morning. Wait, wait, whoa! What the hell does that mean? What is? What do you mean that telethon? What does that mean? Long show, very long. It, it goes by quickly. <laughs> and by the way, they have renamed. ESPN just put a press release out. The get up is now called the Fields Two Hours. It That's really all is. they talk about. It really is. It's, it's not a topic. It's a way of life. Guys. Oh, my God. So our discussion was, as I look through the 31 other teams, because I believe the Bears are drafting Caleb Williams, and I look through the other 31 teams, I don't see many landing spots where he goes in as the clear-cut starter. Do yeah, you? Yeah, Cap, we, we had this conversation you know, the other day as well, and Meller and, and, and Tyler and I, and mm-hmm. we went through the same exercise. Look, he'll, there's no question. Like, like th- th- There will be a landing spot. He'll be fine. Um, but as you go through it, I think that the possible that opportunity... Many. Yeah, the, 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 the more you go through it, the, the less... <laughs> the less possibilities it seemed to, to pop out. I mean, the Steelers are probably still there. I don't see anybody in the AFC South. Some people have, have thought about the Titans. You know, Will Levis, they used a second-round pick on him. He did some good things. I think they want to see what he's capable of doing. They want to keep their draft currency. The Broncos, like, look, if Sean Payton, I think we talked about this before, Sean Payton really wants to 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 trade for Justin, then maybe you ought to think about switching gears and keeping him because Sean Payton's pretty good at evaluating quarterbacks. I say that a bit tongue-in-cheek, but I, I don't know what kind of draft currency that they'd be willing to give up either. I just I think you go to Atlanta as well. You, you look at them. Some people have mentioned Seattle. Um, I think Again, guys, I think that there will be a, a dance partner, but I think you make a really good point because it, it's... You know, if you're going to trade for him, you're more than likely going to guarantee the fifth year, right? Right. And, right. And so you're you're committing. It's not a ton of money, but it but it is something. And you have to ask yourself then, what kind of currency are you willing to give up? And would you be better off if you're quarterback hunting, possibly drafting a guy instead? So, um, yeah, it, it, it's getting a little more murky than than maybe I thought initially. But th- there will be a resolution for sure. He'll be fine. 
Tom, could you give us some of the keys for Justin Fields for for him to be under the category of, hey, the lights turned on versus he is what he is? Um, yeah, I think ball, ball's got to come out quicker. Processing's got to be a little bit quicker. Got to f- function in the pocket better. And I think we saw some of those. I think that we really – two things that really stood out to me in, in his improvement – were number one was ball can, uh, ball security. I, I think going back to like midway of last year, he you know still puts it on the ground some, but he does a much better job taking care of the football, and that's really important because he is in, is inclined to to get out of the pocket. He is going to be somebody that you're going to ask on, on design runs to carry it as well. So you got ball security has got to be really important. And I think he's done a, a nice job improving on scrambling to throw to create opportunities to throw instead of just tucking and going. Sometimes the big plays come from you breaking contain and then the defense, you know, they break down a little bit with regard to what their assignments are. And then a guy who is supposed to remain in coverage chases to try to to tackle Justin and somebody comes open. So he's kept his eyes downfield better, I think, and done a better job scrambling to throw. Uh, but, uh, Jonathan, the completion percentage got to be better than 61. Like, I don't care what you're doing. And, and there's a lot. You know, they threw a lot of screens this year, you know, so the number needs to be higher than 61%, and you've, you've got to cut down on the sacks. There were only four guys in the NFL that took more sacks this year than Justin, and Justin missed four games. I think it was Sam, uh, the kid in Washington. Sam Howell. Sam Howell. Sam Howell, then Bryce Young, then Zach Wilson, and then Russ Wilson. And, and you know, yes, the line wasn't great at all at all times and people want to blame the coordinator that's fair criticism as well but you have to function better in the quarterback or in the pocket as a quarterback and take fewer sacks so i would say jonathan completion percentage and 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 fewer sacks which is you know taking care of the football as well see that's why that's why guys i really think atlanta is a good spot because look drake london you get need another wide receiver sure a good running, young running back in Bijan Robinson. Kyle Pitts a tight end. I don't think we saw enough of Bijan Robinson and Kyle Pitts for what they could really do for a good offense, Tom. So I, I think for me, if there was a landing spot, I think that that would work. Depending on what you can get from Atlanta, from it though. I agree. I think it's a good spot too. Not just you know, some would say, well, it's his even with Zach some... Robinson as the OC. Well, Zach Robinson has said. I mean, I was just reading some quotes before I came on with you guys, and and it was. He said really nothing specific about the type of quarterback. He said, you know, whoever it is, we're, we're going to do certain things to get the most out of him. So he does come from the McVay tree. There's no question about it. They function inside that system. Everybody wants to run it. Guys will tweak it. But you have to be able to all good. I think all good passing games and, and, and systems, you know, revert back or, or circle back to the pocket at some point. I've said that to you guys a bunch. I mean, I'm not saying you have to live in the pocket, but you have to function at a high level from there. But I, I'm, I'm with you, Jonathan. Like, I, I don't care that it's home. It's, it's his hometown. It's a controlled environment. Like, he's as an elite an athlete with the ball in his hands as there is in this league. You put him on that surface, you, you know, and I like it. I, I mean, he plays fast at times, and I think, and you mentioned the weapons he has around him. I think that... I think that, that that would probably be a good landing spot. My question then to the Falcons would be, look, you're at eight. Can you get J.J. McCarthy at eight? And is that more appealing to you as a rookie that Zach Robinson can mold into one of these guys that fits that system? Is that more appealing to you than giving up draft currency for Justin? But you, wouldn't start, Zach, but you wouldn't start J.J. McCarthy at 20 years of age. No, but you, you, you don't have to. I mean, but, okay, you, then who's your starter? Going back to Heineke and 
Desmond Ritter? Well, I mean, look, do you think you're ready to, to compete for a, a Super Bowl? They think they're ready to take a big step. Who's that, well, Washington? Atlanta. Oh, Atlanta. Okay, well, you play in a, in a crappy division. Yep. And you do have some pieces. Your defense up front is, is not very good. You Every do season is work. sacred, Tom. What's that? Every season is sacred. I get it, but like you also have to be able to see the forest through the trees here. And, and, and I'm not suggesting that it's a horrible idea. But so what do you say? And you're, gonna, you're, you're going to trade for Justin and pick J.J. McCarthy? Or you want somebody that can step? Do you think the Atlanta Falcons become a Super Bowl contender by trading for Justin Fields? No, I do not. No, I do not. I don't either. So are you going to play the, the here and now game? Or are you going to play? I'm just saying, I'm giving you an option. Like if, if maybe they want to go the route where they don't want to give up a draft pick and they'd like to bring in a young guy that they feel has potential and that they can mold. I'm just giving you a, an option that wouldn't include Justin Fields. So if Atlanta isn't the landing spot, boy, it's hard to find a spot where you go, he's going in there as the starter. I mean, Peter King... And Jerry Dulac, who's been on the Steeler beat forever, are both saying, we're here in Pittsburgh is set with Kenny Pickett. They're going to just bring in another guy in the room. Yeah, You're not giving up the 20th pick for that. I don't do think that. anybody's set with Kenny Pickett, though. I mean, they can say that, but I think things can change quickly if you do bring somebody in. Look, I think the stat was, guys, 66 quarterbacks played a decent amount of time last year. I mean, so... I. I there will be a spot for him to land. Um, whether or not you look at him as a clear-cut favorite to be the starter on opening day here in the middle of February, that can change quickly. Um, I, I do agree with the notion that there isn't a you know a home run here with regard to well this he fits here and this is going to work exceptionally well. They may have to work a little bit to find a deal that 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 does appeal to everybody. But I, I, I'm not. I wouldn't be worried if I was Justin's people that there won't be somewhere to land. But, but I, I'm with you, Cap. I don't think there's 15 to 18 places that that are you know people are drooling to make this deal. Justin to the Bulls. We got it. I think, there that, you go. I think that works out well for everybody. More with uh, <laughs> with Tommy coming up next on the Cap and J Hood Morning Show. Welcome back. Welcome, Welcome back to Cap and J Hood. Chicago's home for sports, ESPN Chicago. It's the Captain J. Hood Morning Show on ESPN 1000 and streaming on the ESPN Chicago app. Tom Waddle's with us. You know why? Because it's a Waddle Wednesday. Every Wednesday here on the Captain J. Hood Morning Show. You know, the team that I failed to ask you about, Tom, is the yep. New England Patriots. Yeah. I know you still have tentacles there and, you know, a new coach. A new vision for the New England Patriots. What if what Justin feels in New England? What have you, yeah. what have you heard? Go ahead. Give us your thoughts. Go ahead. I haven't heard anything. But <sighs> I, I think it's. I think it's something you have to to work through as well. Maybe they don't like, you know, who will be left after the Bears pick at one and the and the Commanders pick at two. Maybe they don't like Drake May or, or Jaden Daniels as much as, you know, they would like to to trade for Justin Fields and use that draft pick maybe on Marvin Harrison Jr. I, I think it's a, a legitimate <clears throat> excuse oh, me, I'm kind of fine. Um, I think Jeez. it's a legitimate conversation for sure. You never know what the what the Patriots are thinking. Um, and especially now that there's you know, there there's obviously Gerard Mayo's their coach and 
don't even know who's working who's working in their front office. Who knows what they're thinking at this particular time? I just think, guys, when you have – I thought Jaden Daniels was awesome this year. The only thing that would bother me about him, and I'm no quarterback expert from the collegiate game, Jonathan, you know a thousand things more than I do. He's very narrow. Mm-hmm. Like, he's, he's tall, but he's really thin, and I'd be concerned whether or not he could put some weight on and would be, you know, susceptible to injury. But he can sling it. Um, I don't know if, what teams are thinking at this point, whether or not you, you're, you know, guys want to build with the, the young available talent. I don't think there's a ton of great quarterbacks coming out in the next year or so, right? Or no. it's not projected to be. Shadur you know, Sanders changed. is number one, and Quinn Ewers is two. Yeah, That's okay. I mean, Ewers. I like. Okay, show me again, Shadur. I mean, yeah. I'm not. I'm not raining on his parade, but there's needs to be more from him. So that's Jonathan. Maybe that, like, I, I look at it the same way, and and, and who knows? You know, people never would have thought Jaden Daniels would have won the Heisman when the season began, and that he would be, you know, Field Yates' second-rated quarterback. So things can change. But this may be a year where you, you know, there's a lot of names there. I hear J.J. McCarthy's moving up, you know, the ladder. People, I don't know, if Bo Nix will be a first-rounder or Michael Penix will be in the first round. But there, I think there are options for teams, and I think that that may stymie some of the interest with it with regard to trading for a quarterback. Tommy, you go ahead. You're going to ask? Yeah, I was going to ask you, besides this, like, everyday fields discussion would you spend the money in free agency if saquon barkley truly hits the market because the bears from what i'm being told they want somebody with a lot of speed in their backfield like a jameer gibbs style guy you're not taking one at nine so you would not pay him no no, I wouldn't either i don't think hoodie would no not the dollars he'd command but 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 cap you're not satisfied with the, the running back room. I'm we not. Just, we just talked about that the other day. Like, I think that there's upside with Roshan Johnson. Now, you want to get a bookend or another running back for a thunder and lightning combo, that's fine. But Cap's not happy with the running back room. But none of these veterans would satisfy me to pay through the nose for them. I'm not, Jonathan, I'm not spending any free agent cash on a running back. If you told me that you were looking for a guy that wasn't going to cost you much, that was a better, you know, gives you that receiver element. Because... Roshan's not a great receiver. He runs hard. You can trust him in pass protection. Khalil Herbert's not a great receiver, does some things nice. If you, you know, like I always look at Kansas City, and it's easy to look at Kansas City because of how they do things and they're very successful, and Patrick Mahomes makes everything work. But they've always had Jarek McKinnon the last couple of years, right? If you need a, a wide receiver coming out of the backfield that can catch the football, he adds a dimension to your game. You see that with a number of different teams in the league. Uh, Gibbs added a ton to what the, the Lions did this year. Now, I wouldn't pick him, use a pick on a first rounder, but if you told me that they used a selection later in the draft on somebody, it, it wouldn't, you know, it wouldn't concern me. They've got, you know, they've got a ton of money to spend. You're, I'm looking at it, whether through the draft or in free agency, I need a center, I need a second receiver, I need a left tackle. I know they feel very good about Braxton Jones. I'm, you know, I'm not as versed in the, the offensive tackle position as many, but I would look to possibly upgrade there. You need a three technique, you need another pass rusher. So I think you've got Amber. This is why I kind of shudder when people say, well, you've got to trade the first overall pick and bring in this haul because you've got to keep building this team. They're a seven-win team. This isn't your standard first overall selection franchise. Agreed. They've already made some strides in certain areas, and they've got a long way to go. 
But if you draft Caleb Williams one, you still have the ninth overall pick. You have other picks, and you've got the third or fourth most cap space. You can address a lot of these other needs. Like It's not like we draft first overall, and then the cupboard is bare. No, no, it's not. So you can accomplish more than than one thing. I wouldn't put running back guys at the top of my list, you know, mm-hmm. but Tommy, Tommy, we need you to get on board here in 2024 with the Reds. It, it, it's about time. You pushed them to the side. You pushed them. In, you put them in a trunk uh, for a long time because they have not been a good franchise. But when Jesse Rogers on Monday says that the Reds have the opportunity to win the division and the Cubs not, I think it's time for you to jump on board. It's it time. It is the NL Central, Jonathan. So at that point, how can I say this the correct way? You're the tallest short person. Is that right? <laughs> that works, that, yes. Right? Well, let me appeal down to first baseline. Is that good? Ah, that's good. That's good. Yeah, okay. Yep. Like, you know what I'm saying. Like, I, I have always been a Reds fan. I have not been a fan of their front office. I'm, I'm experiencing what you guys are experiencing, whether you're a White Sox fan or you're a Cubs fan right now. You're not 100% on board with the approach by your front office. My owner a couple of years ago in Cincinnati said, let people be upset. Where are they going to go? Like, really? Wow. Like, that's Bob a baseball Castellini? Talent. Yeah. Horrible. Like, how about, you know, about how, how about spend some cash? And how about do some things, you know, to to try and get your baseball team be, be something that people are talking about? So if he wasn't going to make a commitment to his team, why, why would I? But get Jesse, your Mike Talkman jerseys ready. No, Jesse says they're the favorite. You heard him say that, remember? I didn't. That's garbage. That's yeah. not sort of the favorites, aren't they? Aren't they? They always just kind of the, if nothing else is going right in that division, everyone just says Cardinals. Yeah. <laughs> yes, Cardinals. Yes. Don't forget the dirty Cardinals. What about us? No, Jack. Is the Cowboys still in the booth for the Reds, Jonathan? The Cowboy is there. That'd be Je- uh, Jeff Brantley, Jeff right? Jeff Brantley. As the runner, here goes Dela Cruz, and he is safe. He slid into second base. That'll be a stolen base for Delay Cruz. That'll if bring up Friedel. If you had to choose a team, Jonathan, to put your money on right now to win the division, would you put your money on the Reds or the Cubs? The Brewers. No well, shot. You don't, to, you don't have the Brewers aren't an option. You have the oh. Cubs and the Reds. Oh, the Reds. Yep. Thank you. Because the Cubs, are, I'll see. I'm going home. Now, well, I'm just saying that if the Cubs want to stand still, like they're still owned by the Tribune Company, I'll just take a flyer on the Reds. I'm just saying. Well, I mean, you're not going to. You're welcome standing to the big red machine. That is <laughs> so. Uh, little blue machines crank it up. Yeah, yeah. Jed's yeah. going to have the last laugh. You got the crank right when you talk about the Cubs. That's for sure. Tommy, as always, we appreciate the time. Thanks for Love coming you on. Guys, have a great day. Love you. Happy birthday again. Thank you, fellas.